0: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally, without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. It is May 17th, 2022. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, NXT 2.0. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Issa. And where is Alfred Kanoa? Well... Today, he said he was not respected enough as a wrestling and co-host. And even though we've done the show many times before and we met about it earlier, he claimed he was uncomfortable being on camera with one of his co-hosts, stating that they were unsafe and unprofessional. And uh... oh, hi, Alfred. How's it going?
1: Hello, Glenn. I was told that the co-host in question was not going to be on this show. I don't know why you're sandbagging me like this. I consider this unprofessional.
0: You know, them's the breaks.
2: I thought that he didn't feel respected enough as a Forbes writer.
0: Hmm. It's, it's, and that's what, what really. I was told. I'm not getting my damn respect. Well, creative plans change. We ebb and flow. We're going to do our best to work tonight on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. But we're all here. I'm going to hate. Listen, I'm
1: going to do my job the way a professional does. And I will ignore any tensions I may have with the co-host on this show.
0: There you go. There you go. Uh, let's talk about NXT 2.0. But before we hop into that, what is going on in the news, Alfred? Oh, pretty slow news week. You know how it goes. <laughs>
2: oh, there's no news. It's a slow... Yeah, yeah. It's, uh,
1: news would be an understatement. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, of course, everybody wants to know updates on the Sasha Banks and Naomi situation For the uninitiated, they walked out during a raw live event last night. As they were frustrated with the creative, WWE issued a response to their walkout saying that they were unprofessional, that they had time to practice for the match, and uh, even admitted that they dropped the belts, literally put the belts on John Laurinaitis's desk and pieced out. Naomi held it down for Sasha Banks. I love that part of the story. But the latest update, according to PW Insider, were the creative plans, which many sources have confirmed we're going to have Sasha Banks being pinned by Naomi in the six-pack challenge. So not only were the women's tag team champions going to be competing in the six-pack challenge as individuals, uh, it looked like reportedly Naomi was set to pin Sasha Banks, and then in the long term, Sasha Banks would go off and lose to Ronda Rousey on SmackDown, while Naomi would go on to lose to um, Bianca Belair on Raw. And that may have been the source of frustrations, as we've heard. Uh, A lot to unpack there. But Issa, we'll start with you about what you thought about the reported creative and what you think about this whole situation.
2: Um, <clears throat> I thought that it was reported at least FIFO Select reported that she was to pin Nikki ASH, so it seems like there's been a couple of back and forth reports on what the actual match was scheduled to be. Um, I've I shared a little bit about it today on the Wink Daily with Nick, but really? I feel like there was a lot of people and a lot of people that were kind of like unprofessional here. I spoke about how I previewed Monday Night Raw yesterday on my YouTube channel, She Plugged, and WWE didn't have anything scheduled at 7.30pm. The only thing they had on their preview was the steel cage match. So in my opinion, why would you go in the air and announce the six-pack challenge when at this point in the evening, we know there was already issues arising and these women might have already walked out at this point. I feel them going in and announcing the match and then taking it back was only and solely done to put some heat on them because you could have easily handled this backstage without nobody finding out if at 7 p.m you're seeing that they're about to walk out there's issues with the match then don't announce it and you could have just announced Becky Lynch Asuka one-on-one and it would have been drama but then there's no need for anybody to kind of find out about it and the statement that they put out some of the words that they, they even Woo! use the words belt they talked about robbing a scripted yes. tv show like that was that was petty that was very petty in my opinion
1: my favorite part was when they apologized for uh not uh. delivering on an advertised match that was not advertised when raw went on the air because I did the is, yes. they did not have one of these matches advertised no, and then they no, backtracked to say nothing. oh we apologize for uh doing this to our fans
2: they had nothing and a lot of the reports are saying that they had walked out before the show even started so it's like why did you even have to announce it in those first five minutes it almost felt like it was just to put a little extra heat on them i don't i don't necessarily agree with the decision of Of walking out but we don't know their side of the story at this point either right but i do understand that if creative is feeding you a bunch of bullshit you're under contract to eat that bullshit too so there there's also a different way to handle the situation but i don't like how wwe is trying to just put a narrative where they're just completely unprofessional and it also feels like this might have been something that was boiling i don't think that this was something that it was just from last night
0: yeah. And looking at it, if you believe someone who Naomi follows on Twitter and yeah. talking about this, uh, Naomi and Sasha have been pushing to face, uh, defend their tag team titles against, I believe it was Liv and Nikki. Was that the team? No, one? it
2: was Nikki and Doudrop.
0: Nudick and That's correct. They wanted to face that, but they were told they wouldn't be defending their tag team titles until money in the bank. And look, good for them for sticking up for the women's tag division, which is often an afterthought. Naomi and Sasha have gotten so over and the idea that they would go on to essentially be the formidable competition for both Ronda and Bianca to beat. I mean, look, shoot your shot, right? I mean, I think, uh, you know, they've got worth to the company. Supposedly, if you also believe uh, this uh, person that Naomi follows on Twitter, uh, Fox especially is very high on their team. So I think um, somebody has to put their foot down for the women's tag division at this point. And especially if these are going to be inconsequential matches at Hell in a Cell, why not give two other contenders a chance?
2: Yeah, to your your point, I will say, and I said this earlier, too, when I saw Naomi and Bianca had a stare down like a couple of Royal Rumbles ago, I was like, I need this program in my life. I need to see these two women go at it. But I need it to be a meaningful program, not a throwaway match, a hell in a cell so that Bianca can win. And you can't blame them for saying, why, why us? Why are we the throwaway matches at Hell in a Cell while you protect Asuka or Becky? Why not give them Hell in a Cell and, and save us for one of the stadium shows or their bigger shows? So and somebody earlier said, Well, WWE has never respected the tag team division. And maybe this is why, because nobody had taken a stance and and, and made a point for it. So this could be A good thing, a bad thing, we don't know where it's going to end up, but I I respect. I saw your video, Alfred, and I agree with you. I personally thought that Naomi just taking the stand with Sasha, especially after we find out, regardless of who she was going to pinch, she was going to win here. And for her to just leave with her partner, it just says a lot about the story.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the most beautiful part of this story is her being a day one, them sticking together on this and them uh, seeing it through to the end instead of one of them being isolated and potentially seen as this bad apple and gaslit and Lord knows what with these uh, people today on these audiences. I have no problem with them walking out. I mean, we could argue about professionalism and this, that, and the other, and contracts, but this is mainstream sports. And finally, finally, wrestlers are starting to catch up to what the athletes have been doing in this era where the athletes have more power than ever, just as much as the owners. We see this all the time in in basketball. We just saw uh, James Harden force his way out of Houston. We see Ben Simmons force his way. All these players, when they don't want to play at a certain place for whatever reason, and you know, up to us or anybody to speculate uh, what reason, but they have a way of doing this. And this empowers the wrestler, you know? I think this goes beyond just the women's tag team division because that is definitely something that is worth standing up for based on, Sasha Banks and Naomi, I thought could have potentially been great champions as tag team champions and a real drawing card, the way they were with Bayley. But I also thought that it was good because it's also standing up for the wrestlers, okay? Let's go outside this women's division. It's a lot of men terrified of Mr. McMahon. These two women are not, okay? They did something that a lot of men did not have really the position to do, maybe not the clout to do. And in an era where wrestlers are more expendable than ever in WWE, Sasha Banks and Naomi doing this is something that needs to be done because a very small list of wrestlers can get away with it. So this is something that I think can reverberate and have the desired effect because this creative process needs to change on a lot of levels, not just with the women, especially with the women, but on a lot of levels. And this is the type of thing that I think is the only thing that's going to really end up with any type of real change.
2: Yeah. And to your point, uh, in my opinion, it's even a bigger deal for them to do this as women, because the men do have a little bit of a more of an escape. Men are most likely to be treated a lot differently and a lot better if they go to a competitive promotion, AEW being the example where AEW, what are they going to do there? Go to dark elevation or be on the 930 spot? You know what I mean? So them taking the stand, they're also taking a big chance because, I'm sorry, it's not the same story for a woman to walk off or to walk out of WWE than it is for one of their most popular you know, male performers.
0: And I feel women in the WWE have fought very hard for the advancement of women's wrestling and to be treated seriously as performers. They even fought for women's tag division. And now the idea to just back burner that for fodder for the main championship picture, which has been overly dominated by a very limited pool of candidates, if not now, when, and if not them, who, uh, better to take a stand for the women's locker room.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and in a time where they absolutely need it, this entire industry sucks at promoting women when it comes to women's wrestling. There's so much talent in a lot of these shows. We just saw a whole week Whether it's that Dynamite main event between Deanna Peraza and Mercedes Martinez that did the worst number in a year. They advertised the women's only wrestling show that we all enjoyed last week, did the worst number in the history of NXT. They did a ladies night in September that did one of the worst numbers in NXT, a 28% drop in the demo. And that is not the fault of the women. It's because this industry and even the industry leader in WWE does not know how to speak to that voice they do not know mm-hmm. how to craft they can do individual characters usually mean girls like what Britt baker and jade cargill are but yeah. to create a whole division of eclectic women characters that way they've historically done with men they can't do that because it filters through the eyes of a very limited worldview man and Vince man and things like this is going to help change that maybe they do uh, loosen the reins and let these women take control of their own storylines
2: And you could also argue the fact that if they want to start a tag team program with Doodrop and Nikki A.S.H., there's enough women Mm -hmm. in the raw roster to still have a six-pack challenge without involving the four of them. You could have put Becky, Mm -hmm. Asuka, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Sonya Deville, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans. Mm -hmm. I just named seven without naming these four women that could have gone on into their tag team title feud. So there's a lot of things to be questioned here. Of course, we also have to keep in mind that it's always going to be three sides to the story because we're going to hear a lot of different sides. But right now, the side that we're being presented is the statement. The only official side that we have is this petty statement that WWE released that I saw it and I'm like, well, there is one way to get me to completely take their side no matter what because that statement was horrible. And what was being said, by Corey Grayson on commentary, which was clearly fed to him. As soon as I heard him say the line on commentary, I was like, he was told to say that. Like, I knew 100% he was told to call them unprofessional on national television.
0: And- I hope there's solidarity on Friday. I hope if, if there's punitive action taken towards them.
2: Uh, you mean solidarity or unity? Unity. Yes! yes. <laughs> Not just the
0: catchphrase. Um, but I, I hope that the women's locker room protest this if action is taken against them because especially this is a predetermined sport this is scripted and it is unfair to trade off the star power of naomi and sasha constantly as fodder for champions give them this championship opportunity and rather than let them have that platform to bask in the popularity and advancement of their of the company and their careers to essentially say oh yeah by the way we still need you to uh lose these matches for talents we deem more important
1: yeah, and WWE really needs to tread lightly when it comes to any type of potential smear campaign. Let's remember that Sasha Banks struggles with depression. The last time she took a hiatus, mental health issues. She has a great a Chronicle, WWE Chronicle documentary, really diving into that. Women are adversely affected by cyberbullying. And you know, there's loyalists on both sides of the equation to where all WWE has to do is activate them by saying that they're unprofessional and we do not stand for what they're doing. And if that gets across Sasha Banks, it could have disastrous results. So they really need to tread lightly in terms of dealing with this situation.
2: But to your point, just to counteract, it's like I also know that Sasha and Naomi have two of the biggest, most loyal fan bases no in all you. of women's wrestling, and it's like if you come for them, you better be ready to deal with an army because I personally think their far fan base is more powerful than any army out there. So, um, I, 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 I have seen. A lot of ugliness on social media that has come out that, that people are just making comments that are completely unnecessary and unrelated to the subject which is complete bullshit I apologize for my language but at the same time I have seen a lot of support for them and I'm hoping that's the side of things that they are seeing should they be you know checking social media because they do have a lot of support right now yeah
1: you mess with those Sasha banks and Naomi fans uniting Joe <laughs> Biden's gonna have to send money to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's gonna have to send a care package and money to subsidize WWE, keep them in business if they go to war with Naomi and the Sasha Banks fan base at the same time. They, they you, picked you the wrong ones, they picked yeah, the wrong ones,
2: man. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I, this has been building across the whole division. I mean, remember the stories came out about Alexa Bliss being frustrated. We heard that interview with Ember Moon, and now it's Sasha Banks and Naomi. Somebody had to take a stand. It's just something yeah. had there had to be a watershed moment, not only for this, but to hopefully. Uh, Send a message, which rarely happens, but send a message about the creative process at large and how it needs to change, because it really does. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah,
2: Yeah. and and it makes no sense. Last Monday night, Raw went off the air with Becky attacking Asuka and Bianca, so you think they're going in that direction, and they have started teasing this doodrop and Nikki ASH with Sasha and and, and Naomi, what changed in you know, a week that now you're having a six pack, Yeah, you know, match. And even if you want to go ahead with the six pack, you could have made it to where you set up the tag team feud and give one of the other ladies, you know, the number one contendership. But it doesn't sound like that's what they had planned. But it doesn't make sense to completely take a three like, you know, a complete turn from the stories that you were telling just a week ago.
1: Yeah, very interesting story uh, to keep up in. Before to put a little bow before we get to the big news here, uh, I believe it was a few months ago that uh, they were doing that storyline with Naomi and Sonya Deville with the Karen storyline, and she's blowing Naomi. Every week. I believe my exact words in that podcast were, "This is not realistic. A black woman that I know would never just sit there and take this. A black woman would have been quit." So now that this is playing out in real life, I'm glad to see that the more realistic result has happened as WWE's behind the scenes storyline continue to be more entertaining than their in-the-ring storylines. I think that might be part of the problem here uh, with yeah. this company sometimes.
2: Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real
0: for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better?
1: Confirm that there will be temporary neck tattoos sold by WWE. If we, Glenn, what are we don't do tattoos?
2: if we don't do a show where we are all wearing our Cody's tattoos on our neck, I'm quitting. I'm walking out. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Glenn, let's do
1: it. Let's do it. I'm in. Yeah,
2: we have to. We. I'm in. Come let's see on, what Glenn. Do.
0: Let's
1: see what no, can. no, no, I
2: can't no, believe. No, no. I
0: can't believe. I can't believe they're monetizing this.
2: Glenn, you have to commit. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm committed. Okay, we're doing it. I can't. My wait.
0: relationship with this podcast is my second longest term relationship in my <sighs> life. Oh
1: wow! So we can put a tattoo on that, and then maybe you can make that
2: tattoo yeah. permanent. Yeah, yeah let's just know. get it done when we go to Vegas together.
0: Oh yeah! <laughs>
2: wow. I'm always up for getting tattoos drunk at three a.m. I'm I've, I've just...
0: not. Ta- you know, I want to be able to be buried in Jewish cemetery, or at least have the oh. option. You know, well, so. we
2: can put a little concealer on it. You know, I'll, I'll like, yeah. I'll, if something if something happens to you, I'll come in and I'll conceal it real quick. Yeah. So He's an organ
0: donor and just cover the tattoo so we can bury him, you know, in a pine box. Don't be
2: like, what is this woman doing at the morgue? And I'm there with my makeup. Just... Yeah. <laughs> love you, Glenn. I love you.
0: It's going to be lit. <laughs> Man, uh, what else we got?
1: Well, that's the news, you know, Sasha Banks and yeah. Naomi dominating the headlines and then a little uh, a little fun story for the family about neck tattoos.
0: I think they should show up on Dynamite. I think they should just freaking go for it and, and show up as masked luchadores and then get stand-ins backstage to reveal it so they have plausible deniability.
1: Conquistadores. Yeah. They should, okay, you know what they do? They bring in two masked wrestlers. They do all of Naomi and Sasha Banks' stuff. And then they take their hoods off to show that it's not them. And then they just bring in the real women moving forward under the assumption that, no, it's not them. We showed you last week. (laughs) That would be epic.
0: That would be pretty epic.
1: That's more Hall and Nash. Sasha Banks and and, uh, and Naomi, that's Hall and Nash. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Hogan Savage. Sasha Banks Naomi would be Holland Nash. They're younger, they're yeah. cooler, in touch with mainstream culture. Would bring in the audiences that AEW alienates, casuals, women, and black people, they could bring in a lot for AEW. That
0: would be Holland Nash. Do you yeah. think they could do something to get fired right away?
2: They're not gonna get fired. Like if WWE doesn't fix this and they don't smooth things, I I hate the thought they're gonna make them sit it out.
1: Yeah, they might, but we've seen people force their ways out uh, successfully, whether it's Pac, who did have to sit out, by right. the way, but Tony Storm forced her way out. Jeff Hardy jumped a rail and exactly. out of a contract. Uh, but then it might be a little um, tougher, but there are some rumblings that their contract might be even becoming due relatively Yeah,
2: soon. I mean, Sasha Banks knows Baby Yoda, so I know she has, like, a lot of powers, you know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see her um, on cold, cold as balls today with I saw Kevin Hart? It. i loved I it. it i loved it and then i heard her comment about how she was told that she was a good hand and i was like i wonder yeah. if she has some flash i know this was recorded before this whole thing went down but doesn't it makes you feel like maybe she has some flashbacks to those yeah. moments because she felt like that was the moment in which she felt she had to prove people wrong so you know
1: Great timing for Kevin Hart, by the way. I'm sure he put that out and he sees this influx of of views like, wow, wrestling must be hot. But like in reality, no, Kevin, some shit went down. That's what's happening, buddy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He showed up in my recommended and I don't watch that show, but it was because I was watching so many clips, you know, so many videos of what was going on that it just automatically popped up for me.
1: Me too. That's the same story I have. I was watching
2: all these videos and now it's like, oh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. They were great together. She was funny.
0: So NXT 2.0 tonight, which has the uh, disadvantage of being the first serious thing I've watched after binging all of Squid Game this weekend.
2: Oh, you uh, watched you it. Nice. Yeah,
0: uh, I thought it was good. I saw some of the twists. I saw one of the twists coming. Uh, I won't spoil. Not the last twist. I saw the episode eight twist coming. Uh, but uh, no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And it was funny. Is I watched, finally this weekend, I watched Battle Royale, uh, the Japanese film from the year 2000 where it's uh high school students uh, on an island like essentially the Hunger Games ripped it off and I loved that I thought that movie was phenomenal then I watched Battle Royale 2 on Sunday which sucks because here's the thing about all these movies I don't care if it's Saw I don't care if it's the Hunger Games I don't care if it's Battle Royale Escape Room any of this I like the formula you set out in the movie and when you make a sequel you know what you could just make the same formula with new people. I don't care what the story behind the purge is. I don't want to know about Jigsaw and his life. I don't care about Katniss dismantling the Hunger Games system. You know, just take a formula and stick to it. And god damn it, if Squid Game two <laughs> is about we have to dismantle the Squid Game system, screw that. Just take that's the exactly same what it's going to be. About. Formula. I, I hope not. With- Same winning, you know, Final Destination is the most brilliant series because Final Destination said, you know what? We got a good thing going. Let's just get new people, new deaths. Same idea. People love those movies. And I'm just so sick. Yeah, I'm a
2: big Final Destination girl. I'm so
0: sick of this backstory thing, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm just very shocked that it's the first time in this show that you might have been behind on watching something. You're usually telling me and Alfred what to watch. And this is the first time that me and Alfred have seen something you hadn't.
0: Well, both both movies I'd saved. I was looking for things that my wife didn't have a lot of interest in because it, it does get excessive when you watch stuff where people are killing and getting killed, and it just oh, could be watch. kind of a downer. That's all you watch. Watch yeah. <laughs> X over the weekend, which, by the way, not as I mean X was a good slasher film, but it wasn't like this revelation everybody said it was. You right. know, I mean, it was it was a good weekend of entertainment. But I went by the way Free Guy, huge waste of time. Thought I would love that film. Really Watched that over the weekend really just not much there i I watched probably uh six or seven movies and all of squid game this weekend just me and the cats on the couch ac turned on shades pulled down i hope
1: the other movies you watched were happy because squid game is pretty heavy to watch all at once
0: oh no i watched the parallax view finally also not i get why it was good at the time not not as great as everyone made it out to be. You ever do that where you watch a movie from like, like I didn't watch the shining till a couple years ago. And I was like, this feels like I've seen every movie that ripped this off. So this now actually feels derivative. The original.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, no, I agree. You can't wait too long. You can't wait too long. I saw the exorcist too late. Like the exorcist I'd seen it parodied so much. I was like, this isn't scary. Uh, you know? Okay. Yeah, definitely can't, you know, uh, I am. Yes, I am error buck ninety nine saying the tornado will defeat Roman. Oh, see, that's not
1: even the tornado. This movement is growing strong. Hey, what do you think the tornado would have done if Vince gave him shitty creative and said, "Hey, you're going to go do a job to a rainfall, but there's a drizzle out there. You're going to go do a job to a drizzle. Go out there and do it." Tornado's (laughs) flying right out of that city, and he's going to Kansas. That's what's going to happen.
2: Yep.
0: (laughs) Ah, so tonight NXT. NXT in your house announced it's going to be three weeks from now,
2: I believe. Yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. More the, the women's excitement, the women.
2: excitement that we have over in your house—it's ridiculous. Last week was
0: really, last week was a really good show. I'm bummed that the ratings yeah. may have been down because last week's show was really good. Yeah, I feel like they don't really have a schedule
1: for these in your house shows. They just when they bottom out in the ratings, they say, "Okay, crap, we got to do an in your house in three weeks," so that they can have some direction, so that they can build up to a big show and boost those ratings up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And NXT is going back on the road. Eight, Yay. Uh,
2: after after the it. disrespect that this crowd showed during the main event to the dawn of NXT, Tony D'Angelo, I can't wait for them to get out of there.
1: This is a rough crowd. There was a pocket of that crowd that seemed very interested in what was going on. And then like three-fourths of it that were just like tourists who didn't know what they were watching. <laughs> yeah.
0: No Nikita Lions, <laughs> man.
1: Yeah. yeah. Give her a break. I'll build up that start. She's She's got one bracket held down, and she won her match last week. And so, you know, maybe she'll come back.
0: So Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams took on Cameron Grimes and Solo Sokoa for a brisk match at the start of the show. Alfred, what would you think of this?
1: It was a fine match. Pretty good uh, opener. Solo Sokoa looked good and uh, continues to be very over. And I just think that they really should angle to put the title on him if that is the direction that in your house in three weeks I feel like he's lost enough opportunities and he seems popular enough with that crowd that he should be the champion but I thought this was a fine match I thought uh, Trick is getting a little better he's, he's, he's looking yeah. he looks better he's a definitely a good athlete He's getting, he's getting better
2: Yeah, I, I love this match. I thought it was another... This is three, four weeks in a row that NXT opens with a with a pretty hot match to start yeah. the show. Um, I, I like Solo Sokoa a lot. If you're not going to call him up, I do think he should be holding some gold at some point. I wanted him to beat up Cameron Grimes after the match, right? Like, hey, listen, I paired up with you just because we had to, to take on these two guys, but I, I'm still coming for you. And yeah, he held the title, but a beatdown would have been more efficient and the crowd would have gone crazy for it. But yeah. I do think that you have to pull the plug with Solo Sekoa right now, or otherwise, he's just gonna be losing too many matches and too many opportunities.
0: Yeah, uh, but Solo's got next, he's got next. It's a great champ, by the way. It is (laughs) Cameron and Solo won this match, yeah, kind of a fast match to open the shows. Okay, yeah, a pretty deadly cut of promo backstage. Uh, not
2: not my favorite fit from them i'm just gonna throw that out there i've seen them i seen them wear a lot better i'm not saying it was the worst thing that they wore but it was probably my least favorite thing so far they mm-hmm. usually look more on point so their fit tonight not it also completely off topic but why didn't they show Seth Rollins' full outfit last night on raw because we only saw from here up and that fit yeah. looks sick i was you like i need to see <laughs> the fishnet with the neon jacket? Oh my god! I, I have an outfit like that, so I wish I would have shown the whole thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Pause.
0: My wife is convinced there's a conspiracy that I order Instacart, so it shows up when I'm on the podcast. So she has to get the groceries and wipe them down. And them <laughs>
1: that's a good. That's a good con. There.
0: She just called called me a bastard because I said the groceries are here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh no sponsor this week, so if you need to borrow some money, uh hit up Tony D'Angelo. He's got uh favorable rates and no credit, no collateral. Forget about it. As long as you pay the juice, you're good, you know. I can't wait. Yeah. Hit up Tony D on Twitter. We're
2: always know. sponsored by Tony D'Angelo, he just doesn't know sure. it. Yes,
0: our very existence is sponsored yeah. by the Ghost. <laughs> yeah,
2: the Don.
0: uh Last Legend beat Tatum Paxley pretty quickly.
2: Yay! Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, we're building up to Lash Legend versus Nikita Lions in the finals.
2: You think Lash is going to beat Roxy?
1: Yes, I do. I okay. think they gave Roxy. They haven't really been booking Roxy well. She's looked good in there, but yeah. in terms of win loss, I think they wanted to give her this win. And then I think hopefully uh, they're able to have a good match. I hope uh, I think they could do a good big woman, little woman match, and it'll be different style for Lash Legend. That right, right. gravitatory.
2: I was just very happy to see Lash Legend finally get a win on NXT TV. I was starting to get a little bit worried about her with with her feud with Nikita Lyons. And she just looks so dominant. She looks better every time I see her perform. So I was very happy in regards to this match. They made it, you know, pretty fast, which probably helped Lash a lot. And yeah, I'm happy to just see her get a win.
0: Yeah, I, I could think this could end up being Lash and Nikita in the finals, which would be interesting.
2: I yeah. thought it was going to be Roxy and Nikita, but I would love i would love it for it to be Nikita and, and Lash.
0: If it's Roxy and Nikita, I'm worried the Lash is going to cost Nikita the the win.
2: Wow, that would be interesting. Yeah. But she's going to lose to Roxy, so she might cost Roxy the win. Think oh, about
0: yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's true. Oh, cost Roxy the win. Yeah, I can see
2: Yeah. It.
0: Tainting Nikita Lyon's victory.
2: Tainting. <laughs> <laughs> Butch. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be it every time we just go in dry silence because we don't have anything interesting to talk about i'm just gonna say butch it's
0: recovering like I, I i can't remember the last weekend i had where i felt i didn't i did nothing i did nothing this weekend except to walk on the treadmill uh and just sit on the couch and um like i ate the lazy i'm like recovering from like this lazy weekend I made, like, a big jar of edamame on Friday and oh, just kept them in, like, a big mason jar, you know, with the lid. I would just go to the fridge and just be like, oh, I'm just going to take a spoonful of edamame. I'm good. I don't need to eat for a while. It's like this weird I, – I can never be single again. My bachelor <laughs> life would be so sad if that was it,
2: was it one of those weekends that you're just so lazy because you want to, like, rest that you're tired because of how lazy yeah. you were? Oh, my those God. Those are the worst.
0: <laughs> I just had a weekend like that. Yeah. But I don't think I've realized like how much I get done and just feel more active because my wife like, oh, we have to make dinner. We have to do something, you know, but this was like, no, I had a cat that I had to give medicine on a schedule. Aside from that, just stretches of nothingness, just eating the weirdest healthy food just in, in bulk. Self-care. It was very strange. Yes, yeah, very strange. I, I did this. Here we go. Apparently the kids call this slugging. I uh put moisturizer on my feet and wrapped them in saran wrap and then put moisturizer on my hands and sat there with gloves on and just watched like three episodes of squid, squid game.
2: <laughs> Were you wearing your Hugh Hefner's robe? While you oh, did I should that? have been.
0: It was too yeah. warm for me. It was <laughs> too oh my warm god, for it
2: would have been priceless with your little hat and this. Yes, sunglasses. you missed the
0: Fragora the other night, Alfred. The Fragora yeah. has arrived. Oh, fragora. I, I, I gotta, gotta go back and check it. that out. Yeah. It was a look and a half. Um, So, oh, these Tony D'Angelo and Santos Escobar promos tonight. What did you think of this Tony with with stacks and two dimes reminiscing about some of the beatings they've given in the past? (laughs) I didn't think they were as good as last week's, but I didn't have a problem with
1: these. I like that they really built this into a main event, I feel like it happened in front of the wrong crowd. But I like you know, the turf war being a thing that they've built toward, and hopefully they do move away from this now that this is over. But this feels like it also could have applied to when they were doing war games and having these two <laughs> factions feud against each other. Uh, that would have really been a good payoff for this.
2: Yeah, I was I was having fun. We've all had those conversations, reminiscence of bit downs you have given people with your friends. So it was great. <laughs> I thought it was very relatable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um uh, so we saw nxt's tour dates by the way oh, oh nxt is touring nxt's coming to your neighborhood nxt's tour in florida
2: florida mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah for all the lucky folks living in dunnell florida Yo. saturday july 19th or no the part me uh july 8th friday the 8th it's not- actually i have to say these smaller nxt shows like, I went to one in Lakeland, Florida once, saw uh, uh, Liv Morgan back when she was under, under her real name. Um, like, the smaller NXT shows are a ton of fun. Highly recommend yeah. those. They look yeah. like a lot. I've seen
1: clips of them, and the crowds look like they have a good time, and they get to do longer matches. This is going to be very good functionally for this talent. Even if it's just around Florida, they really need that live event experience, and they need as many matches as possible.
2: Imagine if you're part of the NXT 2.0 roster and they're like, oh, my God, guys, we're going on tours and they're excited. They're going to go on these planes, get, stay in these fancy cities. And then they just pulled up this old looking bus and be like, everybody get in. <laughs> <We're leaving." Girl! laughs>
0: oh, no, I think it's even worse because remember on uh, Breaking Ground, <laughs> they would show you have to take they have to take their own cars to the Florida loop. They have to drive home and sleep in their own bed or get their own hotel rooms. Like, I like uh, to
2: picture the bus. Like, uh, remember fighting with my family, how they had him in the well, bus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to picture this story. I still haven't seen like,
0: Is that a good movie? Oh, really? Is it worth it's a good. watch? Yeah, I mean, a little anticlimactic, like when right. it came out after Paige retired. Because we know what's going
1: to, oh, okay, after she retired, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> obviously it's anticlimactic because we know how the story ends with Paige's life as we follow from week to week.
0: No, Paige's life seems like it's going It's going great. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, it was just like, it, it was kind of a little bittersweet, the ending, you know? Yeah, no, I just meant to that point in the movie, but... Um, yeah. no, it was good, though. Just, I mean, it was it yeah. very enjoyable. It was a very enjoyable. Vince Vaughn, also. Vince Vaughn continues. Oh, he was so
2: great. He was so great in this
0: movie. Wow. Yeah. Uh, continues to deliver. Standout performance after standout performance. Uh, which is more than Braun Breaker did tonight. Oh, oh. God. With Joe Gacy appearing with Druids. Joe Gacy, this is how uncertain NXT contracts are right now. They're not even replacing Harland. They're just putting Druids out there so they could swap him in with other guys yep. if his sidekicks get get <laughs> released. That's if true, they put
1: Joe right. Gacy in a Druid outfit, he needs to start worrying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for this feud to be over with. I can't. I'm surprised
1: they're doing it for another three weeks of this. My god! Oh,
2: my God. I know. I thought it was done that last, you know, the, the, when they had that match. Was it spring breaking, right? Oh, my God. I just can't. I can't handle the Pro Bowls. I, I just can't. I, I'm sorry. I can't get into this.
0: And Indy is uh, is losing to Mandy Rose next week. Pretty sure oh. that's as oh, yeah. a-
2: Okay, but, I mean, she's getting a title match. Maybe writing solo is helping her, at least. I've never seen her near the title picture before.
0: Yeah, a solo match on non-paper... or A title match on non-pay-per-view.
2: Glenn, can you be positive here?
0: Yeah, you gotta take
1: what you I can mean, get. I mean,
2: the girl is a rock bottom. She's getting a title match. <laughs> Come on, bottom. she lost her husband, her parents, her best friend. You know?
1: <laughs> what if they just decide to put the title on her that night? You know, What if they're just feeling good and they want to Pop the ratings right, and he I'll decided play. to shake I it said, up for a week.
2: I said, let's be positive, not unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling her right here next week.
0: And I like Indy, by the way. I just think um, all the momentum she had is just like been, you know, she's been uh, suffered quite a setback.
1: Yeah, the rug got pulled up from under her. It's out of her control. She had a good thing going here with Dexter. I think people really gravitated toward
2: Index and now it's all gone. It was just funny because I was like, it was one of those promos that I had it and I'm just scrolling through social media. And then as soon as she said, Mandy Rose, I was like, wait, how did we get here? <laughs> you know, like yeah. I know they had that interaction backstage, but it just seems so rare. But it feels like they're just testing out random people with Mandy Rose because she's having all kinds of interactions with different people. So you don't know who she's going to find next.
0: Chemistry tests. Yeah. 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 Oh, I also watched the second half of The Wrestler on Sunday and I tweeted it as a joke. But isn't it funny that like 14 years ago that was the reality? Whereas if you made The Wrestler today, he'd be like signing at Starcast and doing a podcast with Conrad.
2: Oh, yeah, speaking he of, he of the wrestler. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, speaking of the wrestler, Rick Flair's having another match. So
1: yeah, here comes Ric Flair. Maybe against yeah. Steamboat. I mean, listen, I love those clips that he posts about Jay Lethal, but uh, this is this is what's wrong with this business is Is Ric Flair coming back at at such an advanced age? But hey, listen, I hope that he survives it. I think people are going to really enjoy it. But there's a whole range of outcomes for this. If you saw,
2: it it seems to be what four years ago. Yeah, it seems to be what a six man. So I'm hoping that they're in the ring, very minimum, and you know they get their spots in, and and that should be the end of it. I hope that nobody gets hurt. (laughs) You know, but I, I I was wondering who asked for this. You know.
0: uh brett murphy five dollars saying alfred more disappointing your bucks no, losing Jesus. or jackson talons not mentioning you his video doing impressions with the other wrestling Ink crew
1: uh jacks uh, he apologized profusely as he didn't have to be and uh, i accepted it that's my guy that's my brother don't stir things up between us and the world champions will be back without chris middleton we took the celtics to a game seven even with those crooked refs the bucks will be back the bucks dynasty is still intact we win next year. It's two out of three. The dynasty is still intact. So whoever wins the Mavericks or the Warriors or whatever, who cares? The Bucks dynasty is still
2: intact. did and you, watch we're gonna win seven? I thought I saw a tweet. I don't know.
1: No, I was uh, just saying the Bucks are gonna be at game seven, as they were. Uh was <laughs> Bucks at game seven is what I was saying. And they no, were it said Bucks
2: in seven, Alfred. Was that a typo? Yeah.
1: Bucks were there up until the second half, and uh, and the crooked <laughs> referees took away the game. And the Bucks dynasty is still intact. It's all I have to say about this matter. Okay. Bucks at Game
2: Seven. I need to go in, back. Is that, did it say it said it said I'm going to retweet it when we're done. to really? not delete it. Don't <laughs> delete it. <laughs> it's still up there.
0: <laughs> okay, I think I can actually. I think I can actually play this video. Uh oh. Share it. Okay. <laughs> so Jax Accounts posted this on Twitter. Let me uh... So good. Okay. Get him Jax. There we go. Uh let me play this. Here we go.
3: Where's my macho man? My my Hulk Hogan <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> WWE man, I just I can't right now. <laughs> We gotta look at it at this standpoint. Last <laughs> Monday, what happened? That was the best pay per view ever. That's my favorite. Well, I don't know. This segment made me think back to his '80s movies called Goonies, which Raj oh unbelievably hasn't seen yet. <laughs> oh my god, I love Roman Reigns so much. I do. Uh, England saying hi to my neighbor. <laughs> I didn't care about this match at all, honestly. Can you guys hear me? You guys hear me at all? No, but for real. Raj, Gary, Wrestling Inc, the whole team, everybody involved, congratulations. 25 years, man. That is awesome. And we all love you and support you. And I am so glad to be a part of this as a fan. And friends. And uh, let's keep it rolling, baby.
2: <laughs> so Thank you so awesome.
0: much, Jackson That's Callens. Good right
3: that so good. Hilarious.
2: When Love he it. showed up in the car for Matt Morgan, I died. Like before he even started th- talking, I was already just laughing so hard.
1: Had to say <laughs> hi to my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Farmer. That was the best thing for me yeah. ever. His positivity is so overwhelming. It's amazing! <laughs>
0: oh amazing. So oh good. man! So that video more entertaining than mo- than that, most of what we saw tonight. On yeah, S- definitely. You know. <laughs> it really was. Uh, Creed took on the Viking Raiders with the Viking Raiders getting their win back tonight.
2: Of course they did. Of course they did. I told you guys last week, I thought the three brothers were stupid for wanting to get their win back, like, fairly. Like, like Roderick Strong did them a favor, and they're sitting there going like, oh, my God, like, no, we want to beat these guys who are undefeated and, and badasses. We really want to beat them. I'm glad they lost. They deserve to lose. They should, they should know better. Maybe yeah. they'll have a new appreciation for Roderick Strong now.
1: Yeah, and I I loved Brutus Creed in this match. I thought he looked really good, and the thing about this storyline, I I like that they're doing a storyline with the Viking Raiders, but I think they're doing it backwards. I think I don't think they remembered, and I don't think they even knew that the Viking Raiders were undefeated for all those years in NXT. (laughs) If they would have kept that going, it would have been such a more valuable story that they can't beat the Viking Raiders on their own. And then when they finally do get that huge win and break the streak, it's because of Roderick Strong. I think that would have been a more powerful way to get this point across. But now it's a 50-50 storyline, and I just don't care as much.
2: The Viking Raiders just look like a million dollars in NXT, and I don't understand why that has never translated to their run in the main roster. Because, my God, they, they just look so intimidating. They're on point. They work well with everyone, and they they, they come to the main roster, and I just don't care about them.
1: Yeah, they, they're really talented as a tag team. Yeah, player. they are. It's good to see them on NXT at least have good matches. And also, because they are gigantic men, and I don't think that always comes across when they're in there with guys like Omos and stuff like that, but they're gigantic, right. and they, they dwarf. The Creed brothers are big boys, too,
0: and they dwarf those guys. Yeah. Uh, Grayson Waller beat Andre Chase pretty easily tonight.
2: Yeah, there was no air horn thingy you know, that affected Grayson Waller's performance tonight.
1: Yeah, I blame Soraya. She was not waving that flag with enough enthusiasm. So that's what happens. She really needs to get that wrist involved in waving that flag, have that flag uh, flying loud and
0: proud.
2: Yeah, but again, we're back on that 50-50 booking that we always complain about week after week. Terrible. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Roxanne Perez versus Keanu James.
2: They gave this some time.
0: Yeah, a real showcase
2: for Roxy. I, I did
1: watch this and in the back of my mind thought, wow, she's got a chance to maybe be like the Cinderella and go all the way or go to the finals or whatnot. But they really showcased her. And I thought every chance that they've given Rox- Roxanne Perez, she's knocked it out of the park.
2: Yeah, I thought this was a fun this match. her
1: best because, you know, I think the uh, other woman she was wrestling with was a little limited. But I think she's looked really good in terms of, like, connected with the crowd, being a potential top star there.
2: Yeah, which is why I think that's why they gave this match some time. If you notice, yeah. with this breakout tournament, you have like one squash match and one match that actually ends up getting a little bit of time because they're trying to highlight someone. They were clearly trying to get eyes on Roxanne tonight. Yeah, it
0: was an okay match. I mean, I didn't think it was great, but uh, I'm enjoying right. this tournament, though. Me too. Yeah, it's good. So far, so
1: good. Absolutely.
0: Um, so... We had Idris and Malik mocking Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> I love these guys. These guys deserve more TV time.
2: Yep.
1: They kind of remind, they have that same vibe as the fashion police when they were doing the fashion files. Uh, but I think they should give them something like that to where they're on TV doing, you know, backstage vignettes that lead to matches and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Yeah. Oh man! So Wesley versus Nathan Frazier started off really good, and then mm-hmm. Von Wagner, America's sweetheart, had to interrupt the match.
2: <laughs> if, you
0: if you didn't like Von, if you didn't uh, dislike Von Wagner before tonight, really gave you some reason to further.
1: Well, I'm going to have to counter you there and go the other way. Let me tell you something about this Von Wagner. I'm usually not a fan of his promos and his character, as we know. This is the coolest thing I ever saw him do. This Throwing a guy (laughs) over the top rope, that's what he should do. This might be his thing, a guy who can throw things really far. It reminded me of Mike Awesome, who really was awesome. He's very underrated, and I don't think he'll ever get the credit he deserves. But Mike Awesome used to just find all these ways to powerbomb guys, and he'd throw them out of the ring to the table. This could be Von Wagner, and I think if that's his bread and butter, I might be interested.
2: Yeah, I'm neutral here because I rolled my eyes as soon as he came out. But did I enjoy him eating him off the freaking ring? <laughs> uh, yeah, 1,000%. I pop for it. So, you know, if this good. is how you book him, then maybe maybe you can get people to like him. But when he first came out, I was like, oh, God, no.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, man. Um Hey, this the new MSK event. is
1: going to be lit. I think Nathan Fraser passed his audition for MSK, and when they team up, that new MSK, I think, is going to be pretty good. That's what they should call they were going it. New a MSK. Thousand miles. Yeah. New MSK. <laughs> MSK
2: 2.0. He, in order for Nathan Fraser to pass this test, Alfred, he has to go through Matt Riddle, and I haven't seen them interact yeah. yet. So Matt Riddle oh, has wow. to approve before we name the new member of the new MSK.
0: Oh, and you know, there'll be like initiation. Oh yeah, it'll be like the Run DMC "Mary Mary" video where you think they're smoking pot and it's just like incense, <laughs> you know.
2: It's gonna be great. Yeah,
0: be good.
1: Yeah, maybe
2: I should apply for the job. I want to get an initiation by Riddle. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, where's the? Uh, is that? Do we have to go to Chase U? Do you have to have a
0: degree from there to apply for this job?
1: Yeah, maybe.
2: I'm pretty sure you do. But I'm already signed up. I'm just hey, on the K- wait list.
0: You know, I heard through the grapevine, Chase U. If your check clears, you get the diploma.
2: yeah yeah
0: that's their main requirement for uh, graduation that's
2: good i'm gonna study i'm gonna study spanish so that way i know it's gonna be easy
0: chase you they'll let you teach the class
2: yeah
0: Kelvin R. Alexander, $5 Saying Mike Awesome actually had personality and he could talk. He
1: absolutely did. Let's have a Mike Awesome appreciation moment. I thought Because I'm saying that that's a good ceiling for Von Wagner. Listen, Mike Awesome isn't the greatest of all time, but he was the complete package as a wrestler. I think the thing with Mike Awesome, he was like a WWE prototype in ECW. So they didn't really respect him as like one of their own hardcores. And I think he would have just been an also ran in WWE. So he's a good heel in ECW and a good talker and a very explosive athlete. All right, P- My
2: Gotham. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, the main event tonight. Tony D'Angelo versus Santos Escobar. A match that I have feelings about because Santos Escobar won and Tony D'Angelo, the Don of NXT, lost.
2: But it was a tainted victory. Very tainted. I couldn't believe my eyes, but. <laughs> Unacceptable i couldn't yes, believe yes. that tony d'angelo wasn't ready like he didn't think ahead that yes. that legado would do this he keeps like like i love the dawn of nxt he's still the gold in my eyes but he needs to stop underestimating this cartel like this yes. is the cartel versus the mafia like you you don't know what you're messing with either you cannot underestimate them tony yes. please yeah, and- call me i'll give you some tips
1: and this, like, there was dueling chance, and the guys into Tony D'Angelo were really doing the you know Italian thing. And I was thinking that, like, WWE's kind of stoking the flames of a race war here. Oh, thought the, the, the promo backstage,
0: the promo backstage with the sides doing the other side. That yes. was, um, that was something.
1: I'm telling you, man, maybe that's what the weird energy was, because I thought this was a good main event. I, I liked the build to this, but I just felt like the crowd wasn't there all the way. You know, maybe it's because right. there's two heels in the ring there. I think that might have had something to do with it. But uh, yeah, the, but people who were into it were very passionate about it. And I was worried that like, man, when that hand hits three, there might be a fight breaking
2: out. Yeah. And uh, I
0: Sando's,
1: felt that way.
2: I Sando's felt that way.
0: T- hit Tony with the brass knuckles.
2: Yeah. What the hell was that? Yeah. You know, they were not supposed to come out there and just settle things the right way. This is unacceptable behavior from Santos Escobar. And if he wakes up with the fishes, it's on him. He's going to be sleeping with the fishes. I got
1: to hear the legato song two times.
2: Legato.
1: Which I love, but I'm still upset about Tony. I would have had, I would have rather had Tony D'Angelo win this match.
0: Tony, He did look merch. good. He just yeah. got merch in WWE shop, a shirt. Oh, there you go. What does it say?
2: It's not Uh, good. Tony
0: D'Angelo,
2: yeah, it's not good. Oh, really? Yeah, it just says the dawn of NXT with a picture of him. Like, oh come on! I don't like my merch to be obvious. Like when you make merch, I don't, I don't want you to see what it is. Like I want, I want it to be like an inside thing. You know what I mean? So a symbol or so. I don't know.
1: They need Tony D'Angelo fedoras. Screw the shirt. They need to be selling fedoras, wife beaters. They need to be selling his whole look. That's what the tank tops. Okay. Oh my them. god,
2: and we can wear the wife beaters with the fedora and the Cody Rose tattoo on our neck.
1: Oh man. Oh my
2: god, I can't wait.
1: It looked like the second season of Oz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> Great show, by the way. It was. Wasn't that good? I kinda I I didn't watch the Oz or the Sopranos. I was really into the wire. Watched the wire, then immediately watched the wire again. Really excited about the new ones that we owned this city. The one supposed to be kind of like wire esque.
1: Oh, is that what it's going for? Okay, it does look good.
0: Yeah, a lot of actors from the wire are in it as well, mm. including uh, Dookie, all grown up. Oh, yeah. Huh. yeah, so uh, uh, but no, Oz, I've heard mixed things about Oz. Oh, Oz it, was was a,
2: it was a great show. Yeah,
0: I remember being too
1: young to watch it, but yeah.
0: I, you know, <laughs> I was gonna say you were seven years old. Oh, no, no, way
1: too young to watch some of the stuff that was going down there, but. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my god how old were you it wasn't
1: it was only it was i watched it years after it came out so i was probably like 10 like 11 like middle school not middle school like still elementary school but like yeah 10
3: 11
2: i was obsessed my mom was a correctional officer she worked in like one of the dangerous All women prisons here in Puerto Rico, so I'm always Mm. being obsessed with jail shows just because I've heard some real stories, you know. So I want to see how realistic these kind of shows are. (laughs) I loved Oz.
0: Sit down and watch Oz with your mom and just compare notes.
2: Yeah, but then my mom be acting like Lacey Evans, she'll be watching that stuff and be like, That's nothing. One time I had to deal with
0: (laughs) (laughs) how was the Lacey Evans promo last night. Uh, oh, she's definitely going heel.
1: I mean, it, it, it wasn't full on, but she, you could see the makings of a heel where she told people to get off their butts and spent the whole promo telling everybody to applaud. The mil- I wonder if they go political with this. I don't think they will, and if they do, it's WWE. They're just going to back off and get scared as soon as they get any press for it. But I wonder, just watching this, when she just kept focusing on the military, when I thought it was going to be more of her continuing to complain about her life, I, I wonder if they're going political with this.
2: Uh, Who called this? Who told you guys she was a heel since week two? Queen
1: Issa saw this coming the whole way, did not trust her for a single solitary second. We let our guards down and we paid for it.
2: Yeah. Glenn, you know what you forgot to talk about, which I thought was actually oh, really what, funny? What there was a backstage interview with Roxy after she won her oh, match, right. and yes. she was getting interviewed, and then Cora J comes to congratulate her, and then she's like, no, it's not about me, but she completely takes over the entire segment, and nobody talks to Roxy again, and I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny, because they tried to make it about Roxy, and then everybody forgot about her, because then Electra came in, and you know, it was just yeah. That's the thing.
1: Opinion. It wasn't even like, because sometimes like this happened in AEW. <laughs> I'll think, oh, they're planting some seeds, and this is going right. to be a long-term thing. But this was just incompetent booking, because I noticed that it was very awkward We just came in. And then they were done with Roxy after that. And <laughs> it's like, wait, did she just win the match?
2: Yeah, and, and Cora Jade openly says, oh, because I think that McKenzie went to ask her something. Cora's like, oh, no, no, it's not about me. We're just celebrating Roxy. But then she kept talking, and then Electro <laughs> came in and talked to her. And then everybody forgot about Roxy. And I was like, yeah. what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> also, no Natalia tonight.
0: Yeah. I think she's probably done for a little
1: bit. Yeah,
2: I heard she's wrapped
1: up with NXT. That's kind of surprising. But it makes she sense. She was tweeting Nikita.
2: She told Nikita she wanted to see how flexible she is, so
3: Oh.
1: I mean, we don't have to do that in NXT. There's other ways. Like SmackDown or Raw. What's so funny about that? Like SmackDown or Raw? What are Smackdown. you laughing at,
2: Glenn? That's not what Nothing. I was thinking at all.
0: <laughs> Anyhow. Well, was like, uh, it, it was okay last week was better, yeah, yeah,
2: today was fine. yeah, I agree, I agree. I'm gonna give it a five out of
1: ten. Wow, no, 5.5 5 out of ten. I'm what
2: about you, Glenn?
0: To, well, I mean, I'm just looking forward to Friday, uh, or I'm actually just looking forward to whatever the next development is. And so, uh, Naomi and Sasha, by the you way, just- there's
1: speaking of that, there seemed to be a shot at Naomi and Sasha from Toxic Attraction where JC Jane had this line about the tag title, she goes, Oh tag titles mean so much to us it seemed to be a shot at Sasha but maybe yeah. I'm getting into it too much but it, it seemed uh, a little too too random
2: I hope not I have so many fears for what's next in this story because if they smooth things out I I can just see them just burying them on tv too like I just I will see where this goes to so
0: who toxic attraction toxic attraction comes up and then wins the yeah they'll, the they'll
2: unify them and give it to freaking toxic attraction no
0: that way. would be the most insult like i would feel so bad for jc and gg if that happens
1: <laughs> oh, they would get the rat. yeah <laughs> like i
0: like, feel bad for them i mean that would be like the kiss of death
2: <laughs> yeah oh, man. you're not wrong yeah anyhow you that guys was... excited for Friday? We're going to get a tag team unification match that's going to have no finish.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm expecting <laughs> too. So, Not very excited at all. Oh, okay. Hey, that was really cool. The, the, the idea of the Usos and Roman Reigns all having two belts. That would be an interesting visual.
2: Yeah. I want oh, Roman yeah. Reigns to win all the tag titles. Too. like, That would be incredible.
0: Code Roman up with the belts? Yes, all of them. What was it? Somebody said they're moving Young Rock to Friday's this fall they
1: are it's going to head head against smackdown season
0: three of wow. Young Rock.
1: also wow. the xfl the rocks on fire right now i got espn deal for the xfl i think that's good for him very good for him
0: yeah very very interesting i am excited to see what happens friday but once again real life puts scripted storylines to shame
1: Yep. Definitely. Well, especially when the storylines aren't any good. And uh, I know, that's again, I've been begging for a WWE reality show where they just put a camera behind the curtain or they just show what really happens backstage because they don't know how to create these moments anymore. And it's always so much more interesting. This is I can't count how many stories where we go on air and I'm like, man, if I got like the 10 minute, whether it's Cody Rhodes, whether it's Shane McMahon and all that drama uh, or this, the, the, the stuff that happens behind the curtain is so much more interesting than what they can create in front of the camera these days.
2: Do you think, like, well, I saw Bailey did tweet about this today, but most of the people that are acknowledging this, I not are not from the current roster. Do you think the silence of the current roster says anything or adds anything to the story? Mm. Because when Jeff Hardy walked out, I did see a lot of members of the current roster sending support for the whole situation with Jeff Hardy. So it just feels, it feels odd, right, that it feels like there's like this defining silence from people that were there.
1: There, there is, but I, I see some support for them. You know, I think uh, Shayna Baszler had something. I mean, they're all doing it in their own way where it's, it's not like, we stand with you girls, Sasha Nami. They're just saying and subtweeting so that it can, uh, there's deniability, but, you know, Again, this is an era of a locker room that is terrified of Vince McMahon, and that's why there's so much sameness. That's why they're okay with being booked as also Rams when they have to stand around the ring. Uh, That's why a lot of the horrible creative decisions we see continue to happen because nobody's doing this. With the Attitude Era where you had all these outlaws and cowboy types and Stone Cold Steve Austin types who felt like they were more peers to Vince McMahon you really saw them challenge him and push him. He's, that's just not happening in this era. And so it's good to see that come back because that's exactly what needs to happen for this to change. Yeah, yeah. I
2: agree.
0: I, I think it would be interesting if somebody breaks it down and says, okay, Naomi and Sasha, here's the deal. Maybe you can't go wrestle for another company. Doesn't mean you can't act. Doesn't mean you can't do something else with your time that's high profile. I'm curious what those contracts actually would forbid them right. from doing. Yeah, and and
1: the precedent was set with Brock Lesnar where they pretty much did that with him. Well, they said that you can't do anything really and he challenged it in court and won. Uh, yep. So there's only so much that they can deny of them. The key is just going to be when their contract is up. Uh, like Issa said, freezing their contract is the thing they do. That I think that should be challenged in court. Maybe Sasha and Naomi are the ones to do that. In terms of they're able to freeze your contract when you get hurt or when you kind of take time off, and they <laughs> need to reevaluate that. Especially if they're being classified as independent contractors. You know, we get into the professionalism this and that, but if we're classifying them as independent contractors, right. who are you protecting? You're protecting yourself.
2: Mm. I love that you brought up that um, Brock Lesnar example, because I remember he went to New Japan and he was so petty that he had to change the name to the F5 and he called it the Bear while they were, you know, while they were in, <laughs> in court waiting for the result, which I thought was actually priceless. That's a fun Brock Lesnar trivia it's, right there.
1: That's hilarious. No, I did not know that. You didn't know
2: that? I know. No, no. I, I'm, I'm, I could I could teach Brock Lesnar 101 and 102 in Chase you.
1: Oh, oh wow! See, yep. Then the, I'm on the waiting list too. But I, I would do everything to get in the chance. if if they had Brock Lesnar <laughs> classes.
0: There you have it, folks. Um, oh, thank you everyone for coming out Good. tonight. Shout out, shout out to Tina Miller. I uh, hope you're feeling better. Um, Tina, we love you. Tweet. Prayers,
2: shout out, Tina, and t- yeah. positive thoughts with you. Always.
0: So I realized last night as we were watching home TV raps with Eddie Murphy that my on the set of boomerang that uh, my wife has never seen boomerang and I only saw boomerang once in theater. So I think we're watching boomerang tonight
2: after you I put s- the groceries away.
0: My, my wife put the groceries away. I just had to keep the podcast going long enough. So my wife had to put the groceries. No, I'm kidding.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> but I think we're going to watch boomerang. So it should be a good night.
1: Uh, oh, have I'm looking fun. forward to the review.
0: Yes. Have a great night. Have a great week. Everybody. We'll catch you back here next time on the wrestling Inc podcast. Take care.